0: Welcome to Medicare Minutes, a podcast by the Center for Medicare Advocacy. Today, on our November 2011 edition of Medicare Minutes, we will update our discussion on the barrier to Medicare coverage known as observation status. Neither the Medicare statute nor the Medicare regulations define observation services. The only definition appears in various CMS policy manuals where observation services are defined as services, including ongoing short-term treatment, assessment, and reassessment, that are furnished while a decision is being made regarding whether patients will require further treatment as hospital inpatients or if they are able to be discharged from the hospital. According to the CMS policy manuals, in most cases a beneficiary may not remain in observation status for more than 24 or 48 hours. When patients are placed on observation status, they are often not even aware of it. They are also often placed in a regular hospital bed on a regular hospital floor, so their physical location in the hospital would offer no clue to the fact that they have not been admitted as an inpatient. Unfortunately for these people, One condition for Medicare payment for skilled nursing facility care is that a beneficiary be a hospital inpatient for at least three days before admission to the skilled nursing facility. A primary concern among advocates has been that time in observation status and in the emergency room was not counted by the Medicare program as part of an inpatient hospital stay, even when that time was followed by a beneficiary's formal admission to the hospital as inpatient. Recently, however, a new and greater concern has arisen. Beneficiaries throughout the country report that their entire stays in a hospital, including stays as long as 14 days, are classified by the hospital as outpatient observation. In some instances, beneficiaries' physicians even order their admission, but the hospital retroactively reverses the decision and treats the patient's status as solely observation. This barrier to coverage and care directly impacted one of the center's clients, Lee Barrows of Connecticut. Ms. Barrows described her husband's five-day stay in a Connecticut hospital as an observation patient and denial of Medicare payment for his subsequent SNF care. He was taken to a room where he remained for eight days. On the fifth day, a neurologist, flanked by my husband's doctor and a social worker, ushered me into the hall and said, "'We're sorry,' but your husband was never admitted. I was stunned with disbelief. Wristband, IV, PT, low-salt diet due to unusually high blood pressure. Criteria for admission seemed obvious. I tearfully blurted out that I was going to fight this, whereupon they both gave me the thumbs-up sign saying that this happens once or twice a week.' As a consequence of the classification or reclassification of a hospital stay as observation only, beneficiaries like Mr. Barrows are not only charged for various services they received in the acute care hospital, including their prescription medications, but are also charged for their entire subsequent skilled nursing facility stay because they were not classified as an inpatient for at least three days before admission to the skilled nursing facility. Since 2004, even if a physician orders that you be admitted to a hospital as an inpatient, CMS has authorized Hospital Utilization Review Committees to go back and change your status from inpatient to outpatient. CMS explains that retroactive reclassifications should only occur infrequently, such as a late-night weekend admission when no case manager is on duty to offer guidance. However, these rules do not seem to be adhered to. Under the Medicare Act, if a determination is made that Medicare will not pay for a service, that payment will still be made if it is found that you did not know and could not reasonably be expected to know. That payment would be denied. And in fact, you are presumed not to know that services are not covered unless evidence indicates that notice was given to the beneficiary. A provider must inform you when services are not medically necessary. Its failure to do so will relieve you of responsibility of paying for the service. If a hospital utilization and review committee determines that your inpatient stay is not medically necessary and should be reclassified as outpatient observation, CMS explicitly requires that you be notified promptly in writing. The notice is necessary so that you are fully aware of the change in status and its impact on your cost sharing. In our experience, hospitals and skilled nursing facilities are not complying with notice requirements. Hospitals are not giving patients written notice when beneficiaries are assigned to observation status in the hospital for time periods exceeding 24 or 48 hours. A Congressional Briefing on the Problem of Observation Status, sponsored by Congressman Joe Courtney, was held to highlight the harm being caused to Medicare beneficiaries when their stays in acute care hospitals are labeled outpatient observation rather than inpatient admissions. The Center for Medicare Advocacy organized and chaired the briefing for congressional staff, a broad coalition of organizations including AARP, the Alzheimer's Association, the American Medical Association, the American Medical Directors Association, Leading Age, and the National Committee to Preserve Social Security and Medicare urge Congress to support pending legislation which would ensure a full and fair Medicare program. Center Senior Policy Attorney Toby S. Edelman outlined the problem of observation status and called on members of Congress to support the bipartisan legislation, the Improving Access to Medicare Coverage Act of 2011, which is filed in both the House of Representatives, H.R. 1543, and the Senate, S. 818. She also called for support for Congressman Courtney's alternative efforts to secure an administrative resolution. Also testifying at the briefing were representatives of the American Health Care Association, Gail Sheridan, a nursing home operator from Minnesota, and the American Medical Directors Association, Eric Tangelo's MD, professor of medicine at the Mayo Clinic. Although both the bills mentioned above have bipartisan support, there has been no action to pass them, and the harm to beneficiaries continues. Thus, on November 3, 2011, the Center for Medicare Advocacy and Co-Counsel National Senior Citizens Law Center filed a lawsuit on behalf of seven individual plaintiffs from Connecticut, Massachusetts, and Texas who represent a nationwide class of people harmed by the illegal observation status policy and practice. The case Bagnall v. Sibelius filed in Connecticut states that the use of observation status violates the Medicare Act, the Freedom of Information Act, the Administrative Procedure Act, and the Due Process Clause of the Fifth Amendment to the Constitution. What can you do about observation status right now? We have a few tips. When you do receive a notice, appeal it so that the Medicare program can make an initial determination of coverage. When you do not receive a notice from the hospital, file a request with the Medicare Administrative Contractor asking that the contractor review the information and determine whether you met the inpatient criteria. Appeal denials of Medicare coverage for the subsequent SNF stay at the same time as you appeal your observation status in the hospital. If you are billed for prescription drugs during your hospital stay, Use your Part D plans process for submitting claims from an out-of-network pharmacy, as most hospitals' pharmacies do not participate in Part D. To stay on top of the issue, register now for our December webinar by visiting MedicareAdvocacy.org. Thanks for listening to Medicare Minutes. Be sure to subscribe to our podcast and tune in next month when we will talk about another interesting and relevant topic. If you have questions about this podcast, contact us on the web at www.medicareadvocacy.org.